come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And we hope everyone is doing well out there. Uh, now, look, there's there's a lot going on. Everybody who's listening to this in the present time or around the present time knows that we are in quarantine. Life is different. Life is not necessarily better. And it's just kind of, it's just a drag, right? So hopefully you can tune into this podcast and maybe escape from that a little bit. But here's the problem. I have not been feeling cruising lately at all. How about you, Kimbra? No, definitely not motivated to think about cruising just because it's not something that's even allowed right now. Yeah, it's it's not out there. It's not available. Uh, everything that you hear about cruising right now is pretty much negative, negative news, and it you know they keep canceling for longer periods of time, and. You know, that's that's just where we are. That's just reality right now. And uh, it's making it tough. I know this episode and the last episode, um, it was hard to even get motivated to to do a podcast on cruising because I just I don't even want to talk about it, which is pretty sad because I do a podcast on cruising. So that you know that that is some serious, severe cruise blues going on if I don't want to talk about cruising. But that's kind of where I've been. What about you? Yeah, I've been right there with you. You told me we were going to get up and do the podcast. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> now, look, uh, I don't want to give you guys the wrong impression. I still love cruising and I'm still going to continue to do this podcast. And I'm pretty sure Kimbra is going to continue to do it with me. Right? Absolutely. Okay, good. But uh, but we just needed a little something. We needed a little oomph. We needed a little break, a little energy boost. I don't know, just something to motivate us, to get us refocused. I mean, it's who even knows what day it is right now. I don't know what time it is. I don't know what day it is. I, you know, it's like hard to get to sleep at night. I, everything is is turned upside down right now. But uh, we need to reset that. We need to we need to kind of regroup and say, look, we're going to get through this. So. What, what we did is we put a post on the Fantastic Cruising community over on Facebook, and we basically asked you guys to tell us the three top reasons that you love to cruise in the hopes that we would get some motivation from what you guys said. And, and I, think that, uh, I think that probably worked. Now, to be honest with you, I, I read your comments as they were coming in last night, uh, and, and I, you know, I, I liked them and stuff, but I didn't focus on them too much. I just kind of skimmed over them because I really wanted to kind of save that for this episode so we could really go into that. And, uh, and my, my, um, reaction to your comments would be a little bit more authentic. I didn't want to take time and think about what you said to respond to it. I wanted to be more like on the fly. So, so that's kind of where we're at. And Kimbra, you have, um, these comments as well. I do. They're pulled up right in front of me. Perfect. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through, and if you left a comment, we're going to say your first name, 
And then we're going to say what your top three reasons are, and we're going to discuss. And at the end of this, hopefully we will find some reinvigoration. Is that a word? Reinvigoration? We will be reinvigorated for cruising. That's a weird word. I don't know if that's a word. (laughs) All right, let's kick it off with with Jonathan. Now, look, I I said I'm going to only say the first name. There are a few exceptions. If you are um, a creator or somebody that I know pretty well, and I know that you're okay with me saying your full name, I might say that. And that is the case with our friend Jonathan Bailey, who was actually on the podcast not that long ago. And we had a great conversation about photography. Jonathan Bailey, first one to comment, go check out his his uh, YouTube channel, The Photog Experience, and his Facebook page. But anyway, his number one is exploring somewhere new that I have never been before. So what do you, let's, let's just, Start right there, because I, I think we're going to see some repeats in these, probably. Um, Kimber, what is your impression of, or how high of a, of a reason is it for you to get to go someplace you've never been before? Uh, it's definitely up there. I think about, like, I, of course, enjoy going to places I've gone to over and over. Like, I've been to Grand Cayman and Cozumel many, many times. But one of the things that's great about cruising is I can easily go to those other places that I just haven't been. Right, right. Now, look, for me, cruising has opened up a whole part of the world that I honestly, 10 years ago, maybe that recent, would have thought I would never be able to get to, or maybe I'd go there one time in my life. And that is the the Caribbean, some of those ports you mentioned, but but also like going to Curacao and, and uh, Aruba. Um, and that is because of cruising that I am able to do that. Now, Kimber and I, to be honest, what we've been doing when we haven't been working, we have spent almost all of our time focused <laughs> on scuba diving. Like we are so focused on scuba diving right now. It is insane. We've been playing a scuba diving video game called Endless Ocean, uh, which is an old Nintendo Wii game. There's a new game that just came out on the iPad that's coming out on uh, computer and PlayStation and Xbox, which we may talk about it at the end of this episode, but we've been shopping. We've been watching videos on YouTube. We've been trying to figure out, you know, scuba equipment that we would want to buy. And just we're, but now we're like so saturated in scuba and we can't actually dive that it's, um, I don't know. I think we may have, we may have hit our peak <laughs> for that. We, we, we should have started doing this a little bit later. Yes. So that when it was over, we could just go do it. Right. Instead, now we're sitting here for weeks more to come. Yes. Until we can actually Wanting do something about it. Even more. But but anyway, back back to the point. Um, you know, one of the things we've seen there's there's a guy who we've been watching, um, and darn it, I can't. What is the guy's name? We just watched Alec Al- Pierce. Yes, Alec Pierce. And he's awesome. Because this man's been diving since 1958, and he's got a bunch of dive tip videos on YouTube, and he's also got. He does like vintage stuff. And I've seen some like old skin diver magazines, which is a magazine I got when I was a kid. And uh, I used to see things like Bon Air on there and Cozumel and thought, man, I'm never going to get to go to these places. And I can do that because of cruising. And yeah, you can fly there and, and take a vacation there and just do a dive vacation, which would be amazing. And maybe I'll do that. But I could probably do that like once every few years. Maybe you'll do that. Well, by uh, me, I mean us, probably, okay. right? Thanks. <laughs> You're my dive buddy. You have to go. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, but now, but but I can cruise every year. Hopefully, you know, I can maintain cruising twice, maybe even three times a year if it's a small cruise. So um, yeah, that is, anyway, that was just the first one. So we got 
lot more to get through. The next one he said is the amazing sights to photograph. Now, Jonathan is a photographer and uh, I, I like to dabble in photography and uh, I, I enjoy doing that too. Of course, I'm mostly focused on creatures, but um, I, I love to take pictures of, of nature and that gives me an opportunity to take pictures of things that I would normally get to take pictures of. I started by just doing photography underwater with just a point and shoot underwater camera. Now I've kind of switched to video because I find that I like watching those videos better, but I still love photography. So I can totally relate to that one as well. What about you? Um, yeah, I'm not like super into photography. I definitely like the video aspect of it. I've, I've done that a little bit. Um, as far as photography, I'll take pictures on my phone and then look at them later. I have a picture of the first time I went to Grand Cayman and I look at the picture of that beach all the time. I'm like, that is like the dream <laughs> beach. So yeah, I'll do, I'll do pho- photography a bit, but I wouldn't say that that's like one of the reasons I cruise. Now, little insider information on me. I got into photography several years ago, um, because my whole purpose of buying, I bought a nice kind of intro intro DSLR camera. I did it just so I could take photos as reference photos that I could use for artwork and discovered that I, I liked taking pictures a lot as well. So, um, yeah, that was, so maybe you'll discover if you start taking pictures, you may discover that you really like photography as well. But maybe I need to use a big fancy camera like yours. Right. I just have my phone. Well, you can, you can use my camera. We can go out. You can use my camera if you want. Okay. And then the next thing that Jonathan has is the food. Ha ha. He, he says ha ha a lot, which is funny. It's a funny guy. The food. I mean, is that, is that something that motivates you for cruising? Is that one of your top three? The food's definitely nice. I like the, <laughs> the fancy food and the fancy MDR and the fancy service which I don't get regularly. Right. So I, I don't know if the food is specifically part of it, but the whole experience of that part is probably what I would say. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I definitely enjoy the food probably a little more than I should, but um, I don't know if, I don't know if food by itself would be a motivator for me to cruise because um, you know, that's, I don't think that's why I cruise. I think it's just a very nice perk of cruising and definitely something that I would enjoy. So it's definitely on my list of things that I like. Now, next up is Jessica. And Jessica has, as number one, the ocean. What do you think about that? Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. I love to be on the water. Yeah, I mean, well. In the water? Near the water? Now, do you you like the ocean better than, say, a river or lake? Bathtub, swimming pool? Like, do you just, just water, you're good? Can I fill the sink up and you're happy? I mean, what's... What's the story there? She says the ocean. I'd probably say the ocean is probably my preferred means of water. Springs are cool. I do like the springs around Florida. Um, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't want to like snorkel or cruise in a bathtub. (laughs) I've done it when I was a kid. In fact, the ocean is a huge motivator for me. And all the places I want to go are pretty much related to the ocean in, in most cases. Um, you know, I'm the kid who in kindergarten, when the teacher asked, what do you want to do when you grow up said, I want to be an oceanographer. And that was in Midwest St. Louis, Missouri. So the ocean is a huge thing for me. That's one of the main reasons why I live in Florida now. And I feel a connection to that. And I love being underwater and the ocean has the, the 
animals that I love. I mean, I like freshwater as well, but um, but given the choice, I would normally I would choose like a coral reef over, say, a spring. Springs I love, but you know, coral reef is just. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. If you ask my dad. What I told him that I wanted to do when I got older, I told him that I was going to move to Florida and be a marine biologist. <laughs> I moved to Florida. I'm not a marine biologist, but I did part of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's funny. Um, you know, my kindergarten teacher told my mom and dad whenever I said that, that, you know, oh, your your son must be super intelligent. Well, that wasn't the case. I just watched a lot of Jacques Cousteau when I was a kid, and that's what that's what... That's where the bug got me was watching Jacques Cousteau. And so I knew that word oceanographer, which is probably not accurate to what I would have said marine biologist. Uh, but uh, but the f- other funny thing is then when I was in first, I think first grade, maybe second grade, my mom found a, a note from one of my teachers who was concerned about me and said that Matt really struggles in two subjects. And those subjects are art and science. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's I guess that's a lesson for all. For all of us, if you have a younger kid out there and they're struggling, uh, that may not be indicative of, of their reality. So uh, anyway, um, the next thing that Jessica has is the friends. So um, I don't know. This could mean different things. I don't know if she means like cruising with friends or if she's talking about like the cruising community. What do you think? Um, I I don't know. I've... I've never really made friends on a cruise and I've only ever cruised with one other person, whether it be you or one friend that I've already had. So I can't really relate to this one much Um, within the cruising community. You know, I've with with the interviews that we've done, I've met a few people and everybody that I've met is amazing. Um, But I wouldn't say that the friends are on my list, at least not yet. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I I have met people. I do like meeting new people on a cruise, you know, if you are at the table with somebody at the MDR and you get to talk to them, that's, that's sometimes that's a good thing. Sometimes it's not, but I do enjoy it when it is a good thing or sitting in that hot tub and talking to people. But, um, definitely the friends that I've made through the cruising community, um, is maybe that's not why I cruise because that sort of happened as a, almost like a, a side effect of cruising, but it is one of the most things I'm most grateful for is that I have become so interested in cruising are the friends that I've made through the cruising community. The cruising community is amazing. And, uh, yeah, you're right. You're, you're not just saying that everybody you've met is nice because, you know, you, you've just lucked out. I mean, I've, I've met a lot of people and I have yet to meet anyone who wasn't super nice. And, um, a lot of the people I've met have been just overwhelmingly nice and friendly. And, uh, it's really cool because, you know, sometimes you meet a person and in person or maybe over Zoom if you're doing an interview, you've never actually met them before, but you instantly feel that connection. I know a lot of creators, a lot of people in the cruising community talk about that. I definitely would relate to that as well. And then finally, Jessica has seen different places in one trip. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that go- kind of goes back to um, the going to places I've never been before. It's not only that, but being able to go to all of those places you know, in one trip. Right. And, and here's the thing, like that would probably be high up on my list because it's one of the arguments for cruising overdoing like an all inclusive. Cause you can go to some places as cheap, maybe cheaper than cruising, but 
then you're in that one place the whole time, which, hey, that has its perks too. But uh, getting to go to the different places is is definitely a really big, cool factor. And like we've talked with uh, a lot of people, Professor Travel, um, Traveling Duo, and others who have talked about trying out destinations through cruising and then going back for that longer stay. So definitely a cool perk there. All right, moving on to Devin. Devin's number one is food. I don't know if these, I don't know if people put them in order of, of their top three or just the top three in general food. So we talked about that and uh, definitely, I think that's a, that's a big motivator for a lot of people. And it is something that definitely, when I think of cruising, one of the first things that comes to mind is the amazing food. So I don't know. Anything else you want to say about food? I think we've covered food. We're good. <laughs> I'm getting Ooh, hungry. I am too. I was just food. getting ready to say I'm, <laughs> I'm ready for dinner. <laughs> the convenience of the food, the availability of the food. All right. Uh, two, disconnecting from the world. That's Devin's second. And uh, I don't, how, what's your, what are your thoughts on this one? Disconnecting from the world. So before our last cruise, I would have said that's definitely something that I really like about cruising because you don't normally have like phone access. However, you know, of course, last time we had Internet, it was my first time with Internet. I loved going and not having that access. The only downside of that was, of course, um, you know, family with medical issues that I was constantly concerned with. Um, but I, I love being able to disconnect and not think about anything else that's going on and not be able to think about it. Right. Yeah. I'm kind of split on this one. Um, I like the idea of disconnecting, but I also like the idea of, of being able to keep in touch with mostly the cruising community. I don't, not really worried about work. Of course, if something happened family wise, you know, it, it is comforting to know that you would not be cut off from that. To be honest, I think I find kind of found my my balance there when I cruise and I have the internet package. I'm not on social media like I would be at home. I'm not on social media as much as I used to be anyway, but uh, I'm not on it as, like I would be at home, but I am on it. It's there when I need it, if I need it. And uh, it's a good balance. And it uh, it is nice to know that you can just turn it off and um, nobody expects you to be able to be there for them. So that's definitely kind of a perk of cruising. And finally, Devin has seeing different cultures. So what do you, what's your take on that one? I'm up in the air on that one. It, it's interesting to me to see the different cultures. However, that's not, I would say, something that really makes me want to cruise. It's, it's not necessarily the culture. It's the, I don't know, the place itself and maybe being in the water part of it. So I don't know if the cultures would be would be on my list. I'm, I'm interested in the cultures of the places we go. For the most part, I feel like I'm getting a little bit, very tiny, tiny taste of different cultures just from interacting with the crew that are, that are on the cruise ships because, of course, they're international crews. Um, I feel like most of the port stops that I've visited because I've cruised in the Caribbean only, there's not as much cultural experience to be found there. I do enjoy it when it's there. Um, I have gone to the Mayan ruins in Costa Maya, and I thought that was a really cool cultural experience. So I, I do think that that's something that I would like if I did experience that. Like if we cruised in the Mediterranean, if we cruised in other 
other parts of the world where that's more of a focus or just doing the occasional excursion. I think that would be neat or going on a smaller cruise ship where you're maybe going into a port that's not so commercialized where it looks just like every other port and you have the same 12 stores and everything. But like, like one of the things that I really enjoy is when I go to a port and there are vendors there selling merchandise that is definitely specific to that area. Um, you know, trying mama Juana, trying, you know, things like that. Um, that I really appreciate and like. So I, I, I would say culture is not one of the th top three reasons why I cruise, but it is something that interests me quite a bit and something that maybe um, I would like to experience more in the future. Yeah, I agree with that. My my issue with that is is I'd prefer to do something with animals than like go do an excursion about the culture. Well, and that's and that is why we're which is together. which is why like <laughs> I'm I'm sure if I was actually I allowed myself to immerse myself in the culture, I would feel differently. But I always choose the other option. Yeah, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do like ten animal based nature based excursions to one, you know, Mayan culture excursion uh, or something like that. Now, if if we cruised. And, and I don't have as strong of a desire to cruise in, in Europe, but I would like to do that. If I did that, obviously, then the, the nature is is not the primary reason. And uh, it's it's all about the culture. So it'd be different. But if I, I think if I only could cruise in Europe, I don't think I would be as into cruising. So um, so maybe culture is not as high on my list, but I, but it is something I definitely appreciate and uh, and enjoy. Next up is our friend Josh Odom. Josh also has a YouTube channel. Go check him out. Uh, he's got, number one, I love the fact that you can travel to different countries without unpacking and packing. So that's kind of like one of the other comments, See, you know, getting to go to different different places. But I think that um, I think that he makes a good point. Not only is it giving you the opportunity to do that, there's a convenience factor there as well. And um, something that that I know, like Tony and I talked about a lot on the cruise geeks is that sort of comfort level you get if you're going to some of these places that you're not familiar with, it's another country, and maybe you're not super comfortable, but when you're on the cruise, you can always go back to your cruise cabin, your cruise ship, that's your home base, you know it, It's you're comfortable with it, and so you don't have to pack, you don't have to unpack, so it's definitely a convenience thing. What, what are your thoughts in that department? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think I think being able to you know jump on the ship, unpack, be there, and then go to the different places, and then always have a place to come back to, um, is definitely, definitely a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next thing that Josh has on his list is he loves that most everything is included. Now I was driving to work, uh, I think a couple, two weeks ago, cause I still go into work on Mondays to take care of the animals and do my drawing. And I caught the end of a, of an interview with somebody on NPR I don't even know who it was. And they happened to be talking about cruising and how it's changed. And they were kind of making a point that cruising used to be all inclusive, but it no longer is. And how there's sort of these these class wall barriers and stuff that are up now. And uh, it's, and, and well, I, I 
understood what they were saying. I don't think I agree with it. I think I agree more with Josh. Most everything is included. Now, there are definitely things you can pay to upgrade. There's food you can pay to upgrade. There's experiences on different cruise lines where you only have access to certain areas you can pay to upgrade. There's the spa you can pay to upgrade. But I think for, in my opinion, and, and maybe some of you would disagree with this, I think that the average cruiser out there can get everything that they want, everything that they need, and feel completely happy and completely um, comfortable with everything that is included with a possible exception of alcohol for some people and maybe coffee for some people. But other than that, I think all those extras, most people would see them as extras that they could do without, uh, that they don't feel like they're being nickeled and dimed. Uh, they may just avoid those. Maybe if those things were available and they were doing them at no extra fee and then they started charging, maybe that would change my opinion. Maybe that would change their opinion. Maybe you out there have a different opinion. Uh, but I don't know. That's that's kind of where I feel about that. So I kind of appreciate that as well. Uh, what do you think about that one? Uh, the, the all-inclusive aspect is definitely high on my list. Um, I would say you can definitely cruise all-inclusive. It's yeah, you, you mentioned the, the extra things that you can pay for, but those aren't necessary to necessarily enjoy the cruise. Like, yeah, going to the steakhouse might be nice. I've never done that. And I've loved every cruise I've been on. So right. like it's not necessary to do those extra things. So being able to cruise all inclusive, I pay my price months in advance and then I don't have to pay a dime later if I don't want to is what I like. Well, and that's the other thing. Like, even if you know you're going to go to the steakhouse, even if you know you're upgrading, you know, like maybe MSC is a good example of where you definitely have different levels of of uh, pay to get different amenities and stuff. But you know that up front and you're paying for that package. So you're still getting, in theory, in a way, you're getting all that included. You can even do the drink package if you want. And then it's sort of all inclusive. Uh, you're yeah you're paying more money for it but it's different than a normal vacation where you're paying one vendor for your hotel you're paying another vendor for your transportation or you're driving yourself you're paying another vendor multiple vendors for food um, unless you're doing an all-inclusive which is a different animal altogether then uh, then yeah that's definitely going to set cruising apart and it is a stressful thing in most vacations, like we've been looking at the keys, like how much would it cost for us to go to the keys and go scuba diving? And you can't just you can't just go to dive the Florida Keys and see like a package, at least not for the most part. You have to go and look at a hotel, then you have to find a dive charter, then you have to find and yeah, there's some of that with like booking excursions, but I feel like it is a much easier thing to just feel that all inclusiveness in cruising. And then finally, Josh has, I love the incredible shows that are offered. So what, what is your take on the, on the shows? Well, I don't agree with that. Um, I've, I mean, you, you guys all know, I've talked multiple times. I've only been on a couple smaller ships and the shows are fine. Um, now I know some of those bigger Oasis class ships have the big fancy shows and I might feel differently if I'm on one of those and see one of those, but I, I enjoy the shows, but I wouldn't say that it's on my list. Right. And I, and I think I would agree with you, but I would also 
I would say that with a caveat that I'm pretty sure Josh has been on some of those bigger ships. So he may be talking about different things and different strokes for different folks. Everybody knows that the shows on on the cruise ships are not really my cup of tea. However, um, they are for some people. And, and I know a lot of people that's, you know, another thing that they look forward to quite a bit. And I do really enjoy things like the love and marriage show and, and stuff. So uh, there are aspects of that that I enjoy. And I feel like my opinion, and maybe from what you're saying, your opinion would maybe veer more towards what Josh was talking about. If we went on some of those higher caliber ships that have the higher caliber entertainment. Another one I've heard that has amazing shows is Disney is supposed to have amazing shows. So th- th- I think that's out there. So um yeah, for some people, that's definitely a thing. For me, it's definitely not a reason. Even if even if I could go to the best shows ever, I don't think that'd be a reason why I cruise, but it's another one of those things that, like the food, that would be a perk to why I cruise. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I always go to those shows, definitely, but it wouldn't be on my list of why I cruise. And let me just say this, you know, when we agree or disagree with somebody, we're not saying that they're right or wrong because that's one of the beautiful things about cruising is that it is a, it is a type of activity that is good for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. And, uh, it's subjective and, you know, it's not right or wrong. It's just what, what you enjoy, what works for you. So I wanted to just put that in there too. So everybody knows we're not, we're not placing judgment or, or saying our opinion is the only way. This is just what, what works for us and it's interesting to hear what works for other people and i think it's great that uh, other people find things that maybe are different than what we find all right next up is julie and julie says her number one is waking up in a different place each day you know i'm seeing a a little pattern there yeah that one's (laughs) that one's been said in different ways on multiple people and and you know obviously there's a reason for that you know that that is one of the main reasons why People like to cruise, and uh, then we're seeing that in the way people are responding to this question. Her number two is food. So there you go, right there. Another another big draw for people for cruising is food, and uh, I get it. I totally get it. Um, and then her third one is just being on the open water. Now this may you may think, well, this is like saying uh, the ocean, uh, but I, I think it is part of it. But I think that there's another piece to add to this, and maybe the ocean is what Jessica meant by this too, but just being out on the water, like there, you can have all these amenities. I know we've, I've talked about this before, you know, you can have go-kart tracks and miniature golf and laser tag and all all this stuff. And I don't care. You you can, I mean, that stuff is great. I I like it. Um, but you could keep it all. And I would be happy just to sit on the deck with the breeze in my hair, my beard and uh and the waves going by and that's really that's really the my favorite thing to do on the cruise is just to sit and relax with that view of the ocean and being on the water you don't like being on the water though right kimbra i hate it (laughs) just kidding no that's when people say you know how long into your cruise and i'm giving them the you know how many days are left i'm thinking about what i'm doing on that cruise and it's usually finding a chair sitting down Sticking in my my earphones to listen to my audio book and just watching the water. Yep. Like that, that's that is probably one of my top. I'd say that's probably one of my top things is 
the the being able to just sit there and watch the water. Absolutely. And next up, we have Christine. Now, Christine's first thing is don't have to drive to travel. I like that. I do, too. I don't know that. Apparently, Alexa doesn't know that. But um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you heard that. Anyway, don't drive to travel. Look, I don't like to drive. People that know me well know that driving is something that I'm not a big fan of. I don't like to drive when I have to drive. If I'm driving someplace I'm not comfortable with, I get stressed out. It, I don't like it. I don't like to, to have to worry about directions. One of my, one of the things I do love about cruising, and I don't know if it's why I cruise, but it is definitely one of the things that I love about cruising, like a lot of these things, is not having to drive. That is an amazingly awesome part of it. So yeah, definitely. Number two, Christine has everything is pretty much included. We kind of covered that uh, so that we see that one popping up again there. And then number three, seeing the open ocean because it's beautiful. And I think we covered that one, too. So we're we're seeing these repeats. And uh, that makes sense because a lot of people have a lot of similar things. But I love that we're seeing the different things as well. Next up, we have Marilyn Resto, and Marilyn is part of a duo that has a YouTube channel called NYC Rocks, and um, look, go check out their channel. We were actually on there with a whole bunch of creators. They did a really cool video of, of us talking about it. So we're all in this together, and uh, like their name implies, NYC, they're in New York City, and uh, I know they're going through some super rough times, so whereas... I. I might sit here and, and complain and whine because I've got the cruise blues and I want to scuba dive. Um, I am very fortunate in that um, for right now, I haven't even really known anybody that has gotten this coronavirus. Well, it's a lot different for people in certain parts of the country. And uh, so our hearts go out to Marilyn and her family and friends. So anyway, she's got Escaping Reality, which I'm sure right now is a really nice thing for her and for everybody. Um, How do you feel about that one, Escaping Reality? I mean, we kind of talked about that before by being disconnected. So it's definitely, definitely on my list. It is almost like a fantasy when you're on, (laughs) even if you're not on the carnival fantasy, it's almost like a fantasy uh, because yeah, everything's, it's like living a different life. I feel like even when I do a regular vacation, like I still have more of, of a, of a in touchness. (laughs) I'm just making things up today with, with reality more so than I would on a, on a cruise, which is maybe why it's such a, cold water in the face when it's time to get off that cruise (laughs) i I think it's because like like on a cruise you're almost like jumping onto a whole little city and just going away right yeah exactly exactly now number two good food so there's the food thing again definitely popular with a lot of people and she added the word good in there that adjective does sum up cruise food in my experience uh, i have not had any terrible food i have had some okay food. I have had a lot of good food and I've had a lot of great food in my cruising experiences. What do you have to say about food when it comes to good food? I like good food. I've had good food. I will continue to like the good food. <laughs> All right. Good food, good mood. <laughs> and uh, and then visiting different parts of the world, which we've kind of talked about a little bit here. Although maybe by saying the world, 
um, Marilyn is putting a little more emphasis on the fact that, you know, if you listen to this podcast, we are very honed in and focused on the Caribbean, but that is not the reality of cruising. The reality of cruising is there is cruising all over the world and, um, it's not limited to, to just our little corner down here, but uh, very cool. Very cool. I, I would like to experience more of the world with cruising, but I am very happy experiencing the bits of the world I can in the Caribbean as well. Next up, we have some guy named Roy Shows. I don't know. Have you heard of this guy? I heard uh, he's a troublemaker. <laughs> <laughs> I heard he's a troublemaker. And now his, he actually, him and his wife, Amanda, have shows, special features. It's a YouTube channel. Go and check it out. A lot of fun. And uh, he has his, his number one thing, hugs. That's his favorite thing about cruising. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. There's a running joke about Roy and hugs. But anyway, uh, he has the ocean in all caps with exclamation points. So uh, I think we have covered that for sure. But uh, this is just more, you know, this is just more emphasis on the fact that people love the ocean. Now, I don't know. We don't have a lot of river cruisers. I don't think that listen to our podcast, but you know, maybe they would have a different take than that. But uh, I think the ocean is a big draw for many of us that like to cruise. I wonder if there's anybody out there that cruises that doesn't really like the ocean or doesn't feel that connection to the ocean. And they're just, my mom would probably feel that way. She's, she's not real comfortable with the idea of being out on the open water, but she still wants to try cruising. Right. But she hasn't. No, she hasn't. So maybe that's why. And then maybe maybe she loves the ocean. She's just a little bit intimidated by it. I don't know. She's not much of a water person. Right, right. But she likes being at the beach and stuff. She does. Yeah, so she's all about laying out in the sun. We'll just have to find out, Tammy. I'm talking to you, Tammy. So <laughs> <laughs> we, will, we will do that cruise and hopefully many more with her down the road here. So for... Roy's next thing, he has traveling the world. And uh, that's, you know, we just saw that pop up with Marilyn. It's popping up here with Roy. And that is definitely a, a big draw for cruising. It's, it makes it affordable. It makes it accessible. And it makes it comfortable. What do you think about that? Anything you want to add to that? No, I agree. I'm, covered it? I, I think his third option here is probably one of my number ones. Because and, apparently I have multiple number ones. <laughs> <laughs> and his third one is is being able to cruise with my buddy Matt, who is amazing. Oh, I take it back then. <laughs> no, his number three is becoming part of the sea and swimming with the marine animals. Do you, do you like you like that? You like doing that kind of stuff? I, I kind of like that a little bit, <laughs> just a bit. I mean, that is my number one. I don't think I even need to say that. Everybody knows, probably knows that. That is my number one. That is your number one. Um, that is hands down, far and away, the reason that I cruise is for the wildlife and specifically the marine animals, snorkeling, scuba diving. I love it. Uh, here's what I'm curious about, Roy. If you listen to this podcast, uh, I, I know you like doing that now. Is that something that you liked doing before you started cruising? Or is that something that you discovered you enjoyed after you were cruising? Send me a, send me a text, Roy. Let me know. I, I want to know what your opinion is on that. And then uh, we next up, we've got some more of our favorite YouTubers, Dave and Brandy Whiting, Dave and Brandy's Excursions. We've had them on the podcast. We haven't had Roy and Amanda on yet, but we Why not? Will. Well... I think we're planning to do it in person. We do want to do it in person. Yeah. That's why there's a few other people that um, 
I want to get on here really bad and haven't had him on here yet. There's so many people too. So uh, we want to get to everybody eventually. But um, but yeah, and also I know Roy and Amanda have a, a cruise in the future that I really want to talk to them after they go on that cruise. So hopefully they'll they'll come on after that. But anyway, Dave and Brandy, uh, wonderful people, like everybody in the cruising community. And I've had the pleasure of meeting them in person and, of course, over the, uh, the Zoom their number one is all the new friends we have made. And and I think that they are the perfect people to point this out because I really as soon as I as soon as I started seeing Dave and Brandy and meeting them, like they were some of the first people that I really got to know through the cruising community and they're just they're they're a good example of what is really right about our cruising community. Uh like I said, everybody I've met has been right. So that's saying they're extra right. Does that make sense? They're <laughs> extra right. Uh, they're, they're just really cool people, really caring people. Um, and go check out their vlogs. That's what I'm saying. Go check them out. Dave and Brandy's excursions. Next, they have disconnect from reality for a bit. So we've kind of seen this one too. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to add to, to this one? I think we've covered it. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. Um, getting away from reality. Dave and Brandy, do you guys not do the internet package? I can't remember if you guys cut yourselves off now or not, but uh, I, I'm curious to know that too. And then all the fun and relaxation. That's a that's, that's a, a big one. one. Yeah, it is. That kind of like encompasses anything and everything. It does. But here's what stands out to me about this is it's got the words fun and relaxation in the same sentence. And one of the things that I didn't, like I was talking about with Roy, I, was marine animals your original reason for cruising or is it something you discovered? One of the things that I love about cruising is that it forces me to relax. I mean, I'm adventure mad. I When I go on vacation, I want to be in the water all day long, all night long. I want to be out doing stuff. Uh, I don't, I won't stop. If, if I don't have to stop, I won't. But with cruising, I have to stop. And what I found is that that's super beneficial for me and I really enjoy it. But if I, if I didn't, if I wasn't forced to, I don't think I would do it. So that is a big perk for cruising for me as well. And then next on the list, we have some lady named Sandy Shelsky. Do you know this, this lady? She looks like a troublemaker. Aw, I'm going to tell her you said that. Actually, I'm not going to have to because she's going to listen probably I, I, six times. I guarantee you. And that's because that's my mom. And uh, speaking of wonderful people, she is she is one of the most wonderful people you could ever meet. Uh, and her number one is being on the water. And, uh, you know, what's funny is my mom w- didn't learn how to swim until I kind of helped teach her how to swim probably in the early 2000s so but she's always loved the water and now she can she can swim around and stuff she's not you know aqua sandy but she uh she's definitely capable and she snorkels and all those sorts of things so uh she loves to be on the water and uh the apple didn't fall far from the tree there and we've covered that anything you want to add to being on the water i love being on the water (laughs) So, yeah, so that's, I think, you know, we've that's one of the main, that may be the main one we've seen. If you count, like, the ocean and all that stuff, I think that may be the most 
common one we've seen so far. Next thing she has is visiting different countries and cultures, being up close and personal with monkeys, iguanas, and stingrays. She kind of did three things together right there, didn't she? Or at least she did. <laughs> visiting different places, uh, different experiencing different cultures, and seeing the animals. Of course, she's speaking more about specific encounters with animals. And, uh, of course, again, that apple did not fall far from the tree, as I am my mother's son, and uh, I am all about creatures, as everyone knows, and my mom is why I am a creature person. My dad, he likes animals, but he was always the botany guy growing up. So um, my mom is the one, she is why I am into reptiles and all that stuff. So, yes, anything you want to add there? I was just thinking my mom didn't do this. She didn't do this. Well, she, how well, she hasn't she, she cruised. Never, cruise. never mind. Stop shaming your mom. <laughs> Don't guilt her. Love uh, you, mom. She will She will do this. Maybe she'll do this. Or we can ask her after yeah. she cruises once or twice if she likes it after the first time, which I think she will. I, I think, think she, she will. will, too. All right. Number three, my mom's put spending lots of quality time with family and friends in a relaxed atmosphere with plenty to do without having to drive anywhere. Again, mother, you have added, you have got like five things in a sentence <laughs> <laughs> but uh but but look i think that you know it's this it's the stress-free relaxation the quality time with friends and family you know hopefully we're going to get to cruise in october with uh with some good friends and my mom and uh definitely it is a great way to to have that that bonding time it's you know you, you talk about people never have family dinners anymore on a cruise it's a great way to do that. Uh, you're forced to relax. You're forced to just sit down and talk to people and just really enjoy their company. And so I think that is definitely something I really enjoy cruising with just you and I, but I also really, really enjoy cruising with friends and family. And uh, they're, they're, I, would, I wouldn't want to give up either one. I, want, I like to do both um, for different reasons, and uh, that is definitely a perk yeah. of cruising. I'm excited to experience that because I've only, like I said, I've only ever cruised with one other person. Right, it so, does change it. Quite so a bit. I'm, I'm really excited to get the the chance to cruise with more than just whoever I'm sharing my cabin with. Yeah, it really, it really does alter the experience a lot. And um, really, I mean, uh, we're gonna eventually we're gonna do a <laughs> a podcast. Kind of tongue in cheek on on good cruise companions, uh, but uh, but but if you have the right cruise companions, which we will have in October, and 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 everybody I've cruised with for the most part has been good cruise companions. But um, but really, I haven't cruised with everybody we're cruising with, but I've cruised with Charlie and Bev, and uh, man, I mean I I love cruising with them. They're like they're just a lot of fun. It just it just adds to the experience and uh, just makes it just everything is just that much more fun in a sense but then cruising just the two of us i don't know it has like sort of a more personalized romantic appeal to it i don't know it's it's, it's it's so i can't i can't say i like one more than the other but i definitely like both a lot so yeah all right next up is andrew and andrew says waking up in a different country or port each day without having to do any of the work of flying or driving etc so andrew Kind of, I guess that's kind of, um, it's kind of two or three things in that in that sentence. He doesn't have anything else listed there, but what do you think about Andrew's comment? 
I mean, it's definitely kind of a, an encompassing thing of some of the other ones that we've seen. Right. Um, but I agree. I mean, I love going to the different places. I like not having to do any of the stuff. So, yeah. The things I'm seeing here are comfort, convenience, ocean, um, and experiences. Those are, those are the main like things I'm drawing from from all of these things sort of simplified a little bit. Next up, we have Michael. And Michael said, the best reason is definitely the ocean. Love waking up, getting a cup of coffee, and watching the sun come up over the Gulf of Mexico. Hey, I can't disagree with that. I may be drinking tea instead of coffee. I, I mean, maybe coffee. I don't know. But uh, but yeah, I mean, getting up and especially if you have a if you're lucky enough to have a balcony. But even if you don't, you just go up on deck and that's where your that's where your coffee is anyway. And uh, you can you can go up and enjoy that water, that that sunset and just that you don't have to you know, you don't have to go anywhere. You're just there. Breakfast is waiting for you. It's perfect. It's perfect. What do you think about that one? I agree. And I'd probably have some coffee, maybe a fancy coffee <laughs> or hot chocolate. Coffee? I mean, I drink coffee on a cruise sometimes, but I'm just more of a tea guy in general. Hot chocolate's good, too. Yeah. Second is the destinations. It's like the tour of Italy at Olive Garden, but with the Caribbean destinations. I I, uh, I haven't been to Olive Garden in probably over a decade, so <laughs> I don't know what the tour of Italy is. Do you know what that is? It's like different pastas and different, like, different. So it's not like you're getting just spaghetti. It's like you're getting the fettuccine and you're getting the the chicken parmesan and you're getting the... I don't know, another option. So they, you're getting a couple different options instead of just like one thing. And are they, they from different areas of Italy or something? So you're... I don't think so. I think it's just like like spaghetti, chicken parmesan, and stuffed shells or something like that. Okay. So it's just three three but, or four different options But you don't have just, to go and choose. You don't have to go and go, oh, what do I want? Do I want the chicken parm? Or no, no, no. It's just, it's it's what it is. You get a little bit of, you get a little bit of everything. But yeah. see, that could be good. And that, I think that's what Mike's point is here is that... You're getting to to go to all these destinations. You're getting a taste of all of them um, without having to just pick one. Because where do you go? Do you go to Honduras? Do you go to Cozumel? Do you go to Grand Cayman? You know, like like how do you make that choice? Like what if you make the wrong choice, or what if what if the other choice would have been a better choice? Well, you you get a little bit of everything. You don't have to worry about it. So I like it. <laughs> Third, he has is getting to spend a week of quality time with family. So that's starting to come up a lot, too. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I think especially we talk about disconnecting. Uh, you know, I if you have kids or something and they're, they're glued to their cell phones and their tablets, now maybe they still will be if they go on the cruise. But uh, maybe, hopefully, dare I say, you can get them to leave that stuff in the cabin for a little bit or maybe even not take them with them and then just really have like an old-fashioned vacation where you're spending time can the kids handle that today can they be like do they have the attention span (laughs) i don't know but uh but if they do i don't know i i I often think back man if i would have gone on cruises when i was a kid you know because i hear some kids don't like it some kids like it i would have there is not a single ounce of doubt in my mind not a shred of doubt in my mind that i would have loved cruising like i would have adored cruising it would have been perfect for me. So, uh, and I, I wouldn't have wanted video games. I wouldn't have wanted any of that. I would have wanted 
the cruise experience as it is, even as a kid, definitely. What do you think? I think I would have too. I don't know. I didn't start cruising until 2016, so I'm still fairly new to cruising, but I can't, I mean, our vacations when I was a kid was going to Kentucky Lake out on the boat. So, I mean, I kind of did it in a much smaller, less fancy manner. Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, we went to, because we were in St. Louis, we went to Branson several times, and uh, we would go to Lake of the Ozarks, I think, a couple times. You know, I went to Oklahoma with my uncle once. That was kind of cool. Um, we we went to Florida twice throughout my childhood and then in my teenage years, and those are the two vacations, and then I got to go on a dive trip, too. Those, I should say, are the three vacations that defined my vacation time as a child. Like even though I went to Branson, Silver Dollar City over and over again, none of that holds a candle to my time in Florida. And if I'd have been on a cruise, I feel like that would have been way better because one of the disappointing things for me when I came to Florida, with the exception of the dive trip, was that I thought I was gonna be able to have this Jacques Cousteau experience. And uh, that wasn't really the case. So my trips to Florida were fun and I really liked them. But if I would have got to experience, you know, snorkeling at Coco Cay or Half Moon Cay or something like that, it would have changed my life dramatically right there. So, yeah, definitely. Okay, then we got Nick. And uh, Nick's number one is nothing like spending the time at sea looking at the water and sunsets from our balcony. So... Somebody talked about sunrises. Last Mike was talking about sunrises. Now we got Nick talking about sunsets. <laughs> <laughs> I like the sunsets. Yeah. Yeah, I like them both. I'm I mean, u- I, I'm not usually up for the sunrises. I, I am when I am in a room that has a window or a balcony. Well, I, yeah. I am awake. I am raring to go. Um, yeah. So definitely in that case. Now, number two, Nick has... Just working all year to have this week to ourselves and just doing the things we want on the ship. That kind of gets back to that fantasy bit, right? That escape from reality that people have talked about. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there are some people that, you know, cruising's just another thing they do and they have plenty of money or accessibility to it. But for most of us, cruising once a year is as much as we can do You know, I've been lucky enough to be able to cruise twice a year, most years, but I live in Florida, so (laughs) that helps a lot. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's, we, you know, we work to cruise. There's like memes about that and stuff. Definitely that is, uh, that is something that, uh, that is wonderful about cruising. It's just being there. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. I mean, luckily we're, we're able to take up, take off enough time that we can, you know, well, this will be hopefully my first year cruising multiple times in one year. But my since 2016, my vacation has been going on a cruise. Yeah, it's affordable. It's got all these perks. And uh, yeah, why not? Number three, he has. Oh, now this is this is nice, Nick. I hope your fiance listens to this. Seeing my fiance smile when she took her first step on the boat. Well, just it's a ship, Nick, but that's OK. Well, let's slide was and is my favorite moment. And uh, I can relate to that because, you know, I, I'm not a big proponent of talking people into cruising, but if somebody is cruising for the first time, I, I love seeing them experience it. And if it's somebody that I really 
you know, know well, care about, you know, like taking my mom on the first cruise, uh, just just watching that happiness. It's pretty cool. What do you think? That that line makes me think of at Universal the first time I went into Diagon Alley and and every time I, you know, take somebody to Diagon Alley for the first time at Universal, it's kind of the same idea. It's like seeing the look on someone's face when they see something that's like totally new and amazing. Right. Because Diagon Alley, if you've not been to the Harry Potter areas of, of the Universal theme parks, it is a totally different step, several steps up experience from any theme park experience you've ever seen before. Even if you're not a huge Harry Potter fan, uh, it is just transporting you to a different place and uh, very amazing. Now, I can say that one of my happiest moments was on this last cruise getting you scuba diving in the ocean. Oh, yeah. Because that I just I knew when you when you got certified, you'd only been in the spring. You'd only been, you know, it's just not the same. But like I knew when we went to Grand Cayman and you got to really scuba dive on a coral reef that it was going to be like. If you already loved scuba diving in the spring, I knew it was just going to be like blow your mind kind of a thing. So um, I was watching you very closely when we did that experience. What did you see? I saw you very happy. (laughs) (laughs) The issue with with smiling while diving, which I unfortunately do often, apparently, when I see fishes, is um, the water goes into my mask. That's true. (laughs) Yes. Yes, that is true. Yeah. Now, now when, when we got out of the water and I was like, well, what'd you think? And you, I think you were so like, just like out of it from the whole experience that you were just kind of like, yeah, that was good or something. And I was like, oh, but then, then afterwards, you know, you kept talking about it. So it was, it was kind of interesting, but, uh, yes, I, I, and I can't wait to, um, go with you to like the ABC islands and stuff and, and see you experience those. Cause I feel like those, to me, are a step up from the other Caribbean islands. For for me personally, they are. So, I mean, I haven't been to Bonaire yet, but I'm assuming Bonaire will be. And a scuba dive with you and Charlie is like just something I'm really looking forward to. If we get Mark down there, then that would be perfect. But, um, but yeah, that's going to be really, really cool. So next up, we've got Mallory. And uh, Mallory is a diver like us. And, uh, and her... Her number one is being on the ocean is like nothing else. Not surprising that's coming from Mallory. Yeah. Because <laughs> she is very similar to us and loves the ocean. And her number two is cruise creatures. So. I also love cruise creatures. Right. I mean, I think we've already kind of emphasized that. But uh, but yeah, I mean, that that is the the reason that we, we cruise, I think. And, and uh, for Mallory, too. That is that is something that that she loves quite a bit as well. So cruise creatures, huge perk, so many different things to see. And then finally, Mallory says, fabulous food, drinks and activities. You're cheating like my mom, Mallory. You got three things in there. So you you just did like five, six things or something like five things. (laughs) But that's okay. We'll let it slide. So nobody said drinks yet, which is interesting, Um, but. It is the only place that I typically order anything alcoholic to drink. Maybe occasionally I'll go to a restaurant or bar, but not very often. And it's definitely a place where I order different types of drinks than I would normally get in those fancy frozen drinks and stuff. 
What What are your thoughts on on that? Um, I I like those things. I will drink at a restaurant or something. I don't overly drink, and even on cruises, well, there's normally one night on my cruise that I'll maybe go too far. Except for our last cruise, I didn't do that because you weren't joining in with me as much. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd say. I'd say I like doing that stuff. It wouldn't be on my list, but I like the food, drinks, and activities. I thought we were going to drink more on our last cruise, but we didn't. And I think the main reason is because we were both feeling a little bit. We had colds, just colds. <laughs> but um, but we developed them like I developed mine like the day, first day of the cruise, like the first sea day. And uh, I, I, it just it slowed us down a little bit. It slowed me down a little bit. And then you sort of got it towards the end. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't usually drink a lot. Most, mostly in my life, I don't drink a lot, but especially on a cruise because I don't want to risk not feeling up to, I don't want to lose any time on the cruise. I don't want to be, I'm so terrified. I would be hungover. I would sleep in. Like, I don't want to miss that experience because I drank too much. But, uh, but you know, every now and then on a cruise, I have had a few drinks and maybe a little more, but uh, not too often. I don't usually do that. All right, next up is Paige, and Paige's number one is no cooking. <laughs> so what do you think about that one? I like that one. I don't like to cook. No, you don't. But we, we go out to eat a lot. Well, we did. We used to. We used to. Remember back when you could go to restaurants? That was something else, wasn't oh, it? Oh, man. I mean, you can still do curbside and drive through. Uh, honestly, we've one of the things that we should have known and did know, but has really, I think, been a lesson we've learned from being quarantined is how much money we save by eating at home and it's it's not as easy to do but maybe we'll maybe we'll form this habit because we've been doing it so much and it's a little bit painful at the grocery store when you're spending that much money but then when you look and see how much money you have when the next paycheck hits and it's a lot more because you you weren't noticing that you were spending twenty, thirty dollars every time you went out to eat. Uh, it definitely pays off. And no cooking—that is a perk, though. I mean, I—I don't—I don't love to cook. I can do it. Um, you make really reason. good eggs. I, I'm a good egg cooker, but uh, sorry, mom. <laughs> but you know, I mean, yeah. No, she's got. Look, she. Let, let's just go over her whole list except for well she's got four things but we'll go over three of her things because the other thing she's got is no cleaning and no laundry so Paige, i'm getting a vibe here from you <laughs> that this is really a vacation for you you're not having to do any of these things that uh you know that most of us have to do in our daily lives and it's just a nice get away from that as well as get away from all the other things and, and i i appreciate that what do you how do you feel about that i agree i mean i I like to not do stuff. You like, <laughs> like to not do well, stuff. Well, like when I'm at home, I'm thinking, oh, I need to do laundry, which I need to do. I put stuff in the washer the other day and forgot to run it because they were supposed to turn off for water. And I keep thinking, oh, I need to turn on the washer. Anyways, sidetracked. <laughs> um, you know, I don't have to sweep up the floor after Reno's been outside and then ran all over the floor with his dirty feet. And right. so I'm I'm right there with you. Yeah, I mean, neither one of us are great about doing laundry or cleaning, but <laughs> we keep the house in order, though. We, we do okay at it, but but it's not our favorite thing to do. So, you, you know, coming into that stateroom and it's clean is kind of nice. I, I, I can't deny that. All right, then we got our friend Liz, Liz Breen Shepard. Now, 
I always know her as Liz Breen, but she's Liz Breen Shepherd now because she got married. And her daughter, Tegan, has a YouTube channel. She's been doing stuff. It's a lot of fun. And she is huge in the cruising community. If, if you're in the cruising community, you know Liz. You know Liz. She's uh, very connected to the Klaikowskis and uh, their live stream and a uh, great girl. Her number one thing, gambling. Well, we haven't seen that I one know, yet. I know. It's the first time gambling has, has popped up here. I'm actually surprised that, because I know even though I'm not a, a big fan of gambling, <laughs> um, I know a lot of people are. And uh, yeah, I'm surprised she's the first one that said that. But I, I, I don't know. Are you, you don't, you're not really a, a gambler either, though. I'm not. No, I, I'll usually do like the the slots a couple times, maybe spend 10 to $20, but I always lose it. So I feel like I'm just wasting my money. <laughs> I mean, you have to enjoy the process, right? If you enjoy the process of the gambling, then you, you don't look at it as losing money is more, more as you look at it as you're paying to do this activity and with a possibility and hope that you might be that odd odd that gets to, to actually win money. But, you know, a lot of people like gambling, and I, I'm fine with that if people are doing it responsibly. Nothing wrong with that. Next up, she's got socializing, which is interesting. Um, I don't know if Liz is talking about group cruises or just socializing in general, but I mentioned this before. I do enjoy talking to people like in a hot tub situation or anywhere where, you know, you're just sitting by people and you just start talking. Like I, I like to, you know, I just like to meet different people and and find out what their cruise experience is like, like kind of like this post where, you know, people are telling what they like about cruising. Definitely a fun thing. What do you think about socializing? Anything you want to add to socializing? Um, I mean, you kind of covered it. I don't, I'm, I'm kind of a quiet duck. I don't usually socialize <laughs> too much, but yeah, I agree in the hot tub or like at the dinner table when there's, you know, more than just your party. Um, yeah, I, I like to talk and have that conversation with someone, see see what, you know, maybe they have hints or clues about something that I'm that on the cruise that I just don't know about yet. Right, right. And uh and then finally she has sunrises. So, you know, we've seen that one pop up here several times and uh definitely something I enjoy on a cruise as well, the sunrise. Cuz here's the thing, when you're on a cruise, you get a good view of the sunrise and the sunset at sea either way, you know, you, you just, you have no land. So it's just perfect view of this, of the ocean and the sun. And there's something about that. That's just, it's special. And next up we've got JB and JB's got the open sea and loving and love seeing our ports. So he kind of got two there, but we'll give it to him. And uh, there are two common ones, two themes that we've seen over and over again. The open sea and uh, seeing seeing ports. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think we covered covered that one pretty thoroughly. Yep. <laughs> but and and no surprise that it's popular. Number two is different though. Very specific. He says, "Guys, burgers." Well, you like burgers. I like burgers. I was gonna say I like guys, but no, not that's no. I like guys. I mean, you like guys. I mean, I don't dislike guys, but uh, guys, burgers definitely is something I missed on our Royal Caribbean cruise. So, yeah, I I get that. I don't, I don't think it's one of the top reasons why I cruise, but it is definitely something I enjoy immensely. And uh, and number three, he says making cruise vlogs with my wife. So that's pretty cool. So now, now JB, uh, 
I don't think, do you have a YouTube channel? If you do, please send me um, an email, fantasticcruising at gmail.com. If I have forgotten that, uh, I looked, I didn't see one, but I feel like it's there and I'm missing it. I don't know. If you do, let me know and I will let people know where to find you on that. But a lot of people do vlog, I think, just personally too. And uh, vlogging, I don't know, how do you feel now that you've vlogged a cruise? How do you feel about vlogging on a cruise as a, as a motivator? It makes me look at cruising in a different way. Um, it's it's weird to think, oh, let's capture this and oh, let's cha- capture that because I'm normally just, you know, cruising along. But it was definitely a different kind of experience to to record everything that I was doing and talk about what I was doing. And I kind of like it. And then watching watching those videos later kind of makes me feel like I'm reliving the cruise. I think some people feel like when you vlog a cruise, you're sort of sacrificing some of your cruise experience. And that is possible. But um, I, my mindset is that if I don't feel like videoing, I just, I don't video. And I, I typically enjoy the videos I do. It does make me thinking about my cruising experience a little bit differently. But the biggest payoff for me is when the cruise is over and I can go through that footage and experience it again. So um, for me, it's worth it for that alone. But also I do enjoy, I do enjoy it. I'd say 90% of cruising and vlogging the cruise, I enjoy. There is sometimes when I'm just like, okay, I got to put this camera down, but then I just do that and it's okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I think that's a lot of fun. And I would encourage everybody out there to, vlog some of their cruise, even if you're not sharing it with the, with the general public vlog it for yourself. I, one of the, my big regrets is that I didn't vlog some of my earlier cruises, you know, and, and I took pictures and stuff underwater, but I didn't video the experience. And I, I kind of wish I would have. Then we've got John and John says, now, John, I, I'm going to tell you right now. I can't, <laughs> I can't disagree more with this one <laughs> dressing up on elegant night. What do you what do you think about that one? I like to dress up. I don't <laughs> I don't usually get to dress up. I don't do things that involve dressing up. So having that one night to like wear a fancy dress is really exciting to me. Now, cruising with you, I probably won't get to wear my super fancy dresses no, anymore. Not, no, hold on. Hold on. That's not true. I can dress up if I'm asked to and uh, I dress up a little bit at least. Yeah, but you, I don't think you'll dress up to the level of what kind of fancy dresses I would want to wear. I mean, I would wear like a shirt and tie. Oh, you'd wear a tie? I've worn a tie before. I don't like to, but if you want me to, I will do that for you. Aww. See, I got this reputation, see, that I, I don't like wearing pants. That is true. But uh, but look, if I'm going to dress up, the difference between wearing a, a short sleeve button-up shirt and a long sleeve button-up shirt with a tie is not that much different for me. Uh, and and so I can do it, and it's not, you know, I'm not going to, like, be depressed about it. It's just not my top choice. But I'll do it if it makes you happy, you know, whatever. I can I can roll with that. Okay. But so so here's the other part of, of the dressing up on Elegant Night is I, I would say on this last cruise, people were dressed up a little bit more. But the last couple carnival cruises I've been on, they don't dress up the way that I would hope. 
Like yeah, I, I I want to wear a fancy like gown. Right. And I just don't see that like I did. Like I saw it a little bit on my first cruise. Again, I'm still kind of new to cruising. Um and I've you know, I've heard other lines will dress up a little bit more and stuff. But it's just it's not something that I see the way that I want to see it. I, I think it depends on the on the cruise line, on the ship, on the itinerary, on the length, on the time of year. Um, there are a lot of factors that go into that. I've definitely seen some experiences where people dress up a lot more than others. I feel like it has gotten more casual in the like decade, almost decade that I've been cruising. Um, but here's here's what I would say to that. If you want to dress up fancy, some people do. And so you do you, you know, you don't have to worry about um, what other people are doing. If you want to wear a fancy ball dress and do it. Okay. And then we can get pictures if you want. I'm Aww. sure there'll be some pictures with, with my mom on the cruise. So. Good. You have to dress up fancy for that. Now, now John covered sunsets and sunrises. Actually said sunrises and sunsets. I guess that's the normal order they would go in. He's got both those. And I think that's fair. You know, we've talked about those. The ports, he's got his number three. Uh, we, um, yeah, we've covered that too. Anything you want to add to either of those? Uh, I think they're covered. Yep. Yeah. And then he's got <laughs> getting hammered at the art auction, <laughs> which is interesting because I know they, they hand out free champagne at the art auction typically. Uh, I'm not a big champagne fan, but it is free alcohol. So I guess if, if getting hammered, do you like getting hammered? Do you like the art? Is it the combination or is it just one of those? I don't know, John, but but I but I uh, I think it's funny you put that down. So um, yeah, have you ever gotten hammered at the art auction? I've never been to the art auction. I, I've not actually sat through one. I've I've gone and gotten a glass of champagne, and that's about the extent of it. But that's pretty funny. There's there's like ways to get free alcohol on a cruise, and that's one of them. Yeah. <laughs> And then we've got Andrew. Andrew says, eclectic live entertainment that changes by the minute. Uh, it'll be really hard for anything to top classical guitar covers of Metallica in Central Park on the Harmony of the Seas. The older people in the audience had no idea what was being played. <laughs> so I, too, enjoy the eclectic live entertainment. I love the, like, violins that I see and, and that sort of thing. Like that is something I like. I don't ever usually stop and just listen to that by itself, but I, I appreciate it quite a bit. What what are your thoughts there? I agree. I really like that too. I don't typically sit and listen to it like you said, but when I'm walking by it, I really like taking it in. Yeah. And, and the one time I did tea time and they had the violinists and they were right by us and I was like, oh, man, because it was really loud. But uh, it ended up being really cool because the violinists were amazing. So that was that was pretty awesome. Now, next up, we have Billy, who just said yes. And I, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Billy likes cruising. Right. Fair. Good. Good. Done. All right. And then finally, the last one on our list. And this has gone on a while. We're at like over well over an hour now. So, uh. Last one on our list is is Mike Lovelace, and Mike does have a very fun YouTube channel, which is called, what is it called? Lovey's Fat Life. And it's all about cruising and barbecue. 
And it is like oh, past hungry dinner now. time. I know. And if you watch his videos on barbecue, um, you're probably going to get really hungry because they look delicious. Someday, Mike, I want to like, I want to hang out with you and I will let you barbecue because you don't want me to. But um, yeah. And also his son is awesome. So uh, his son's in a lot of his videos. Been doing some videos with him giving his opinions from a child's perspective. But uh, great great character on the screen and a fan of snorkeling and Mike's number one is snorkeling in different Caribbean ports, seeing the Marine life. So, you know, Mike is one of us. Let's just say that. (laughs) (laughs) I like doing that. Yes. And number two is experiencing different cultures and history, which we've had. We've seen that pop up with some frequency as well. We've talked about that a bit. Um, That is something I've done a little bit like to do more of that. And then of course, number three seeing my son's face light up with excitement. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a kid, but <laughs> but I like seeing people's faces like light up with excitement. I like watching Mike's kid light up with face light up with excitement when he talks about things like eating uh, at the Blue Iguana Cantina <laughs> and stuff like that. He, I, he's got a six taco challenge, right? Yes, he does. Six taco challenge. I think the next cruise, he's got to eat six tacos or something like that. Yeah. But uh Check out Mike's YouTube channel, and uh, he's also got a Facebook group as well. Lots of good content. So, I don't know, did this did this help you with the Cruise Blues? It, it actually did. Like, I was reading them as they were coming through, but actually sitting here actually reading through made me really, really think about all the things that I'm missing about cruising right now. So, I mean, it kind of helped. Also made me sad that I can't be on a cruise right now. But I didn't have one booked right now anyway. So right. it got me back into the the cruise. Yeah, it's, it's weird because we, we haven't really had any cruises canceled because of this situation. But it, it's still, it's just taking the oomph out of it. But this I think this helped me as well. Um, I, I think just hearing other people's opinions and reminding me of my own opinions uh, was very beneficial and... Um, yeah, obviously we've been talking about this for a while. I so, do it, you have a top three now? Uh, you know what? I I I haven't been like thinking about it in a lot of detail to get my top three and narrow it down because there's so many things. But I can guarantee you, my top one is going to be having to do with with the marine life and um, the, the animal life, uh, scuba diving, snorkeling. Um, I don't know if that's one or two things, but you know those are definitely at the top of my list. Um, I guess number two for me would be experiencing the different parts of the of the Caribbean and maybe parts of the world uh, would be number two for my reasons that I that I love to cruise. And then number three, I, part of me wants to say just meeting all these people through the cruising community because um, that has been a wonderful thing. But I don't know if that but I don't know if I'd count that as as like a top three reason why I cruise. It's more something that happened because I cruise. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, I guess, I guess if, I guess that would still maybe be a future motivator would be the people. Otherwise I would probably say something like, you know, the convenience or the cost or something like that. What, what are your top three? So I would say my top two are probably lined up with yours, being able to be in the water and, learn and experience the creatures is learn about and experience the creatures um 
and then going to the different the different places to see which island I will be moving to in my future. Um, <laughs> and my third, I would say, is the all-inclusive aspect of it. I love that I can pay for it months in advance and not spend a penny while I'm there if I don't want to. Right. Yeah. Definitely makes for a less stressful vacation. All right. Well, as we were wrapping up this much longer discussion than we had anticipated, I honestly thought it would take us about 25 minutes tops to go over all these comments, but obviously I'm a talker and uh, a little bit. So, so here we are. And, and as we were doing this, we got one more entry in there, which is our good friend, David Burgess. And I know I can say his name from Australia. That's why we're going to cut him some slack. Cause you know, he's on a different time. So than us, and he just has one thing anyway. He said, Actually, what he's edited it. He oh. has his. He has three. Is oh, it's go, as we speak. He is editing it. So what? Here's what happened. David posted it. Then he read the directions. <laughs> then he reposted it. All right. So I haven't even seen these. So what is his number one, Kimbra? So number one is Sea Days in particular. Sea Days, which uh, yeah, I mean he he all the things of Sea Days being on the water, the relaxation. Uh, I know he. Maybe this is one of his things. I know he really enjoys socializing and meeting people. What's what's his number two? Number two is the actual journey from our house to Sydney all the way overseas and staying somewhere before we board. Okay. So the so he likes the up to the cruise portion of it. Mm-hmm. Is that what he's saying? That sounds like it. Interesting. So, yeah. Okay. Because, well, here's the thing. Okay. So, so David and Sue, his wife Sue, they... Don't I think they've only cruised out of Australia once, so they usually are flying to Europe or somewhere in the U.S. and they're cruising from there. So that's like part of the vacation, part of the fun. I get it. Okay. And and number three. Number three is meeting people from all over the world. See, I know this guy. Uh, yeah, he likes to he likes to meet people, and that is not a surprise at all because. Uh, I have had the pleasure of meeting David and Sue, and you will get that pleasure hopefully in October. And, November. Uh, November. Yes, November. And um, just swell people, really nice, really fun, and hilarious as well. And I uh, really appreciate their friendship. So, okay, that is all now for real. And we have gone so long that um, we're just going to do a real quick Cruise Creature segment. Okay, so since we took so much time talking about that topic and we want to keep the podcast under two hours, (laughs) uh, here's what we're going to do for the cruise creature this week. Since we're trying to figure out things to to kind of remind us of why we love cruising, uh, we wanted to talk about what our favorite animal, not our favorite, let me rephrase that. We're going to talk about what is one animal, maybe maybe the top of our list at the moment that we want to see on our cruise. Maybe we've seen it before. Maybe we haven't seen it before. But if there's any animal out there you could see on a Caribbean, let's say Caribbean cruise. Were you thinking Caribbean cruise? Yes. Okay. On a Caribbean cruise, what would that be? Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? I'm going to let you go first. Okay. The animal that came to mind, and there are so many, it was almost the octopus. Of course, you all know I love octopuses a lot but uh and many other animals too but the one that i would really really love to see that would blow me away would be a hammerhead shark 
really oh. want to see any of the species of hammerhead shark other than a bonnethead. I mean, I'd love to see a bonnethead, but I see those here. Uh, I would love, love, love to see a hammerhead shark. That would and be cool. In the water with it, but I'd love to see it anyway, but especially in the water with it. What do you got? Okay. So mine, I had I went back and forth a little bit. So I really want to say sea turtle just because <laughs> I've never seen one and it's probably one of, if not my favorite animal, which is very sad that I haven't seen one. But in the wild. In the wild. You yes. see them at work. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, but my answer is a manta ray. Oh, okay. Because it is not something that I think is seen very often. So people see sea turtles all the time, except myself. Um, so manta ray is my choice. Okay. That I would definitely be blown away by a manta ray as well. Let me ask you this though. Um, let's say that you go on an excursion and they give you an option, manta ray or whale shark. You're going to choose manta ray over whale shark? I don't know. (laughs) Do I have to pick? No, you don't have to pick. Uh, Usually those excursions, you have a chance of seeing one or both of those. So, um, yep, that's pretty cool. All right, Matt. Well, I think it's time to head for the horizon. And until next time, seize the day. All right, everybody. Have a fantastic week. Hey, everybody. Thanks for staying tuned in. Uh, This has been a long episode, so we don't have a lot. Just real quick, we wanted to update you on this game that we mentioned earlier. What is it called? It's Beyond Blue. Yes, and uh, if you do a Google search for that, you'll find that's kind of a, uh, I think, like a suicide prevention thing. Yeah, their their website is beyondbluegame.com. Yes, so make sure you're looking for the right thing. It is out on... The iOS for iPad, I don't know if it's on the iPhone, but it is imminent to come out on Xbox, PlayStation, PC, and uh, it's a scuba diving thing. So uh, we've barely scratched the surface. I think you played it this morning for a little bit, right? Yeah, not very long. I What you played last night, I didn't get that far. So you've actually played it a little bit more than I have. Yeah. So we uh, well, we like what we've seen. I, I don't know uh, for sure yet what to say about it. If you like that game, if you play that game, let us know what your opinions are. Or any other. What are what are some video games you guys are playing or, or things you're doing? What are you doing to get through this? What are you doing? Let us know with an email. FantasticCruising at gmail.com.